Shalom, and welcome to Bible Stories as Blueprints of the Soul, your Biblical Hebrew podcast. Shalom, and welcome to our Biblical Hebrew podcast. Usually, when we think about history, we think about events that happened in the past few thousand years before our time, or even few hundreds before our time. And we see no relation between what happened in the past to our current life here. Just think it's a sequence of events that some people document them in painting, or in poetry, or in pottery, or in building, or in architecture. But basically most people do not see any relation to things that happen in the far history or the near history in our lives. In this conversation, I wish to show a thread, a silk road, that connects all the events of history to our time for an aim. And we shall term, in a way, period that we wish to speak about. We shall speak about the last 3,000 years from the time of King Solomon, who was the wisest man ever created until our time. The question is, how can we even offer such a line of thinking? How can we know that this is the truth? The Hebrew letters tell us something simple. The word truth, emet, is written in three letters, Aleph, Mem, Tav. Something which is true has two feet on the ground, like the letter Aleph, like the vast bases of the letter Mem, and it's other Vav, because the letter Mem is composed of two letters, Kaf and Vav. Each one has a foot, so the Aleph has two feet on the ground, the Mem has two feet, and also the letter Tav has two feet. This is something which is true. It has two feet on the ground. It stands. Also, we learn from the scriptures that the seal of the providence is true, and the seal is double. What does it mean? Not just two feet on the ground, but what there is inside also express itself on the outside. So those are two guidelines, and you can check them along the storyline that we offer. So our starting point is at the times of King Solomon, which was the wisest man ever created. King Solomon lived around 1,000 years before Christ, before the counting. Please pay attention to this number, 1,000 years. 1,000 years, or the number 1,000, we say in Hebrew, Elif. Elif, Aleph, Lamed, Fesufit. The same letters with a different pronunciation gives us the word Aleph. Aleph which is the first letter of the Hebrew alphabet. So we start from this point. Now, 
how do we arrive, how do we create the number thousand if we take the number ten in the power of three, we get one thousand. What is the number ten in the power of three? Ten double ten is ten in the power of two, it is hundred, and then ten double ten double ten in the power of three. 10 double 10 is 100, double 10 is 1000. So we start from this point. Now, since King Solomon, he was the wisest man ever created. He was named Yedidiah. Yedidiah. He was the friend of God. The name Yedidiah is written in six letters. Yod, Daled, Yod. Daled Yod Hey Yedidiah, he was the friend of God, and he was the wisest man ever created, because he had a complete access to the hidden wisdom. This is why he is considered to be the wisest man ever created. This is why in Song of Songs we find the verse the thousand is for you. Ha'elif lecha shlomo. The full portion of three in the power of ten belongs to the king Solomon, to the king that has the peace. Melech shehashalom shelo. He has the full portion. The number ten we mark in the letter Yod. Yod is the tenth letter in the Hebrew alphabet. In the time of King Solomon, the temple was built in Jerusalem. And the divine wisdom, the hidden wisdom, was given or spread from the temple in Jerusalem to all of the world. We hear, or the Bible tells us, that King Solomon had 1,000 women. Since the Bible do not speak about biological manners, the Bible wishes to say that the fact that King Solomon had 1,000 women means that there were 1,000 ways how the Aleph, the one, expand into 1,000. So how the divine wisdom, the hidden wisdom, found 1,000 way to spread itself in the world. But this is the time of the King Solomon. And this is the expression of the letter Yod of the name of God, the Tetragrammaton. So the generation of Solomon or the generation of the first temple and when we mean generation, we don't mean generation like people now count 30 years between father and son or something like that. When we say generation, we mean the same lineage of thinking. So the generation of Solomon or the vector of the first temple is expressed by the letter Yod of the name of God. The first temple 
after 400 years or so approximately, the first temple is destroyed. And now we come to another period. And another period expose itself into our mind. After the destruction of the first temple, Israel go to exile in Babylon for 70 years. Meanwhile, a new king is coming in Persia. And he is beating the kingdom of Babylon. And he gives a declaration. A declaration. In Hebrew, we say the declaration of Koresh, the king of Persia. And in English, we say Cyrus Cylinder or Cyrus Charter. The king of Persia, Koresh or Cyrus, gives a declaration in which people can worship their God in their own way. And his declaration enables the people who sit in Babylon in exile to return to the land and build the second temple. The time of Koresh declaration is about 5th to 6th century before Christ. The time of Koresh declaration is expressed by the letter He of the Tetragrammaton. The letter He is vaster than the letter Yod, which is only the potential. The letter He is vaster. Now we see a recognition of a foreign king who lives in Persia. He has the recognition to let the people go back to their land and build the second temple. He even helps them with money. Meanwhile, in the vast world, in Athens, are coming schools of philosophy. Socrates and friends, and we meet what we know now as the guidelines that will establish the Western culture of our times. This is what happens in Greece in the 5th century before Christ. In the East, in China, Confucius rises, the recognition of education. So you see, it took like four to five centuries from King Solomon's time to the Koresh Declaration and the spreading of the divine wisdom in the world. And here, in Koresh times, we can even draw a triangle. Koresh Declaration in Persia, Athens in the West, and China in the East. We have a vessel. We have three points, and we have a vessel. And this is the vector or the generation of the second temple. When I say generation, I mean period. Vector. And we move 500 years later, and we reach Jesus' times, and the Romans are coming to the land of Israel. A new period is opening. Jesus and others are being 
prosecuted and crucified of the Romans Imperium is express itself by the letter Vav of the name of the Tetragrammaton. The letter Vav is long, not vast like the letter He, but long and thin. The period or the vector of the letter Vav we can see express itself on the cross. The cross has a shape of a letter Vav. If we take a cube, the cube is composed of six squares in the shape of a cross. When we close all of them together, we get a cube. Jesus' times or the crucifixion of Jesus in a way express the fact that humanity now will close down, will shut down like a cube in the darkness of material. Six faces. The, the cube has six phases and it's closed from all sides, from four winds of the world, west, east, north and south, up and down. Everything will be now closed down and shattered. The human spirit is closed in the flesh. In Babylon, parallel, People are again go to exile and they write a Babylonian Talmud. They try to maintain the wisdom in six volumes, in six books called the Babylonian Talmud. And people cut judgment from those books. They don't, it's so dark that people cannot see from those six volumes the infinite light. They just cut judges from the Talmud until our times. And this is great darkness to the universe and to the mankind. This is Jesus' times. Darkness, the flesh governs, not the human spirit. As the letter Vav is long, also has a numeral value of six. When Jonah was running from his prophecy, he was running to Tarshish. Tarshish is not a city, Terrasos, because it's not geographical. The Bible does not describe geographical places. Tarshish, Tar is to look for. Tar, the letter Tav and Resh, they create six. Tav is 400, Resh is 200, together they make 600, little number is six. Shesh in Hebrew is six. He's looking for the six, he's running always to the six, forward to the six, six to development. He doesn't want to go east to Nineveh. And to speak to the people, he just running west, six, 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 six. This is the time of Jesus. The six is governing, developing of things without connecting to the source. The Vav equals six. When there was temple in Jerusalem, still in the second temple, there was a menorah. Menorah has seven lanes of light, like we have seven spaces in our skull. We have two eyes, two ears, two nostrils, and one mouth. When the menorah goes out of the temple, when the Romans take the menorah out of the temple, out of Jerusalem, it is a symbolic act. Not just a physical, like we see a decoration on Titus Gate in Rome, how the Romans took it. No, it means that from now on, 
there is no relation to the seven, to the sevens of heaven. There is only six. They take the menorah, they take the seven to Rome and crucify Jesus on the cross on the six. There is no soul, only body, only what we see. Our dreams are not account, our wishes, our fear, our love, only external exist. This is the time of Jesus. And this exile of Jesus will be long as the letter Vav is shaped. It's very long. How long? 2,000 years. 2,000 years. Humans are caught in flesh. 2,000 years. All humanity. No spirit. Salvation will come very interestingly in 1917. In 1917, 2nd of November, comes an interesting salvation. Lord Balfour from Great Britain publish a declaration in which let the people return to the land again. And this time, 1917, a new period is coming to the world, is the letter H. The last vector of the name of the Tetragrammaton. Like in the time of Koresh, a foreign king. Here again, Lord Balfour, under the king, George V, grant the people a declaration. They can return to the land. In a way, this declaration puts an end to 400 years of Ottoman regime in the land. The 400 punkt, 400 is the letter Tav. Balfour declaration ends the exile, not just the Hebrews that can go back to their land, but in a way Balfour declaration releases the whole world from it's chains of flesh. People can go back to the land. People speak again Hebrew in the land. People finally open the books of the hidden wisdom and deal with it without fear. And in a way, all of us, we are part of the last generation, the last letter of the name of God. Because in this letter, comes salvation to the whole universe, to the whole humanity. A spirit will appear finally because the seal of the name is true. I hope you can see this conversation as a holistic one. Of course, you can research everything. You can write to us. You can ask us more questions. Feel free to contact us and tell us what you think about that. This was our little conversation about how we see that history, in a way, has a meaning. And the thread of history tells us a story. And there is meaning in our life to expose and to reach beyond the flesh, beyond the form, into the life of the spirit, the life beyond. So this was our little conversation for today. We are wishing you a beautiful day and wonderful week.
Thank you for listening to Bible Stories as Blueprints of the Soul. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions, comments, or would like to hear more about a certain topic, just write us an email to hebrew at learnoutlife.com. We are always happy to hear from you. For more episodes, videos, and articles like this, please visit our website at hebrew.learnoutlive.com. We also would like to invite you to join our live classes. Just search for Online College of Biblical Hebrew on Facebook and start learning now with students from all over the world. Kultuv and Shalom.